<laughs> this should go fairly quick. Oh, I don't. Good to see you. Good to see you. Welcome, everyone, to City Council meeting January 10th. We're glad everyone is here. And please, everybody, including me, will you check your cell phones and make sure they are disorganized, dis in disgrace, disintegrated, whatever you want to do. Make sure they're shut off or silenced for us, please. Thank you again for everyone being here. Uh, at this time, roll call by Miss Hillman. Would you please call roll? <clears throat> yes, sir. Uh, Alan Knight. Here. Jody Wilkinson. Here. Mayor Whitfield. Lance Smith. Here. Ken Burgess. Here. Charles Proctor. Here. William Poe. Here. Matthew Maggart. Here. Thank you. At this time, would everyone rise for the invocation, followed by the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh, He's here. He's here. Oh. Perfect timing. Oh. He's walked in. Good thing you're here early. <laughs> that was bad, wasn't it? It's okay. I'll check, uh, I'll check Verizon on that time. They're two minutes behind y'all. Oh, that'll work. I'll talk loud. How about that? Good evening. Let's, let's bow our heads in prayer. Our God, we thank you for this uh, lovely weather we've been having for the uh, chance to just enjoy uh, some of the best things about being in Florida. God, we pray that uh, whatever it is that we've had on our minds, whatever burdens we're carrying, that uh, we'd be able to put them aside for those that are on the council, that they would be able to be um, focused at the the agenda at hand, Lord, that you would fill them with your wisdom, your guidance, and your grace, Lord. We thank you that uh, this city that we live in is such a, a great place to be. It's, it's full of um, opportunities for all those who live here. Lord, may we continue to, uh, to just uh, improve upon it, to make it a, a great place for each and every citizen of this community that we live in. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Pastor. Appreciate it very much. At this time, we'll move on to some unfinished business, and I will turn it over to City Manager Poe. Uh, yes, sir. This item, the applicant has uh, requested that the item be withdrawn or their application be withdrawn, so this um, item will not be heard this evening. I don't believe we need a vote since it's been withdrawn. Thank you, Mr. Poe. So questions by anyone on the council? Anybody have anything? Are there any residents from Silver Oaks here? I believe there's one, but I don't believe he's here to speak. Um, I did speak to, um, I think, the HOA president of Silver Oaks Village and informed him that the item had been withdrawn by the applicant. Um, and so he had sent out an email. My understanding was he was sending out an email to the neighborhood to let them know that the um, application had been withdrawn and that the item would not be heard this evening. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Okay. Also, anyone else? Okay. Thank you very much. At this time, we'll move on, and the mayor has the floor. Thank you, Mr. President. Miss Judy, would you please come up? Me to turn. Okay, I'm going to read a proclamation for Miss Judy Williams. Whereas Judy Williams is a longtime resident of Zephyr Hills, whose children all graduated from Zephyr Hills High School, as well as all her grandchildren, with the exception of one who graduated from Cambridge program at Pasco High School. And whereas Judy Williams held the position of discipline assistant at Zephyr Hills High School for 22 years, retired for one year and returned to Zephyr Hills High School as the parent involvement coordinator. And whereas Judy Williams provided, provides parent education to help break the holds of poverty by soliciting local business owners within the community to teach parents the skills to balance checkbooks, save money, complete job applications, 
use computers, interview for jobs, and invest money beginning with 2 to $3 a month. And whereas Judy Williams coordinates the Weekend Backpack Program, Bulldog Boutique, and Assist, Believe, and Care, ABC program that provided over 50 students and their families with food over the holiday breaks, along with gifts for the children. She also distributed gifts cards to homeless families during the holiday season. And whereas it is with honor and gratitude that the Zephyr Hills community recognized Judy Williams for her tireless efforts to provide for children in need within our community. Now, therefore, I, Jean Whitfield, by the virtue of the authority vested in me as mayor of the city of Zephyr Hills, <clears throat> do proclaim and congratulate and recognize Judy Williams for outstanding service to those in our in need in our community. Thank you very much. Thank you. I don't need a mic. I want to uh, tell you that the real heroes are our kids in the community, and I'm talking about some of the poor, and they make me a better person every day. I got to tell two little things, and then I'll shut up. But I had really? a young man come to me. <laughs> had a young man come to me and ask for some shoes. He says my shoes are wore out, so I took him down, got him a new pair of shoes, and he said. As we were walking out of the room, he says, thank you so much. I was going to ask for a pair of shoes for Christmas. And I'm thinking, they're such my daughter and granddaughter. They probably have 50 pair of shoes between them in the closet. Me probably too. And this kid was going to ask for shoes, you know. So I said, hey, come with me. I got another room that has shoes. So I took him there and picked out the best pair. He fell in love with them. He says, I will give the other pair back. I said, no, you won't. You'll have two pair. He said, that's the first time I've ever had two pair of shoes in my life. That's yeah. So it just, you know, it's, it's just... I thought to myself how, how fortunate some of us are and how thankful he was. And uh, so there's just many, many things that happen that I've dealt with, you know, since I've started this program. And it's just uh, the kids I talk to, I got a girl that's living, and she's living in a, where it, I should call code enforcement where she's living. I really should because it's that bad. But then I think if I call them, what will happen to her? So then I go and I get money and I get things and trying to find housing for her rather than to do what I think maybe I should have done, you know. So it's a, sometimes it's a win-win and sometimes it's not. But I want to thank the city, Alan Knight, all of you guys. I know every one of you except I don't think I know you, but I know your family. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I knew your dad, Grandpa. <laughs> but I want to thank you so much. As a closing comment, <laughs> Mayor, may I say something right yes, As a closing comment, uh, Judy's very humble. Uh, Judy and I have known, and I won't tell you for how long, but we both voted for Eisenhower, so I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> but uh, that lady is one of the uh, strongest people I know, and what she does for kids is just absolutely remarkable. That's the only thing I can say. And being in the school system all my life, uh, you know, kids have come up and said, Mr. Knight, I'm hungry. Uh, Mr. Knight, I'm cold. And we can't reach them all. But I tell you what, what she's doing, and every year when she just kind of raises a white flag, uh, we try to help her a lot. And so personally for me, Judy, thank you for all you do. Now listen, if you need to, y'all can be dismissed. So you don't want to stay Oops. around. I'm gonna take your wife with you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Judy. 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 Can't I work for Judy all those twenty two years, so and she's got a lot more stories that she can tell than just those. And um Yeah, some yeah, there's a lot of them she couldn't say out loud. But uh, she's done a great job all them years and I'm pretty sure I don't think she ever missed a day of work in those twenty two years either. I don't think you ever missed a day of work in those 22 years either. Yeah, she doesn't miss, she doesn't miss either. So that was like one of the amazing things.
Oh, and, and Miss Judy, my son was Lee Spangler, and he used to come. He used to have to come visit you more often than I'd like to admit. <laughs> but I'd like to assure you that that he turned out just fine. So thank you for your guidance, because he will never forget you, because you were very kind to him. Thanks. Congratulations, Judy. Yeah. Mr. Mayor, you're still on the floor. Uh, let's see. We need. We have anyone here? No. Do you want to accept it for Bev? Uh, Talk to you. Okay. okay. Shane will accept it for Bev. Yeah. This is for the uh, Arbor Day, the Arbor Garden Day, Club. Arbor Day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is a uh, Arbor Day proclamation. Whereas in 1872, J. Sterling Morton proposed to the Nebraska Board of Agriculture that a special day be set aside for the planting of trees. And whereas this holiday called Arbor Day was the first observed with the planting of more than a million trees in Nebraska. And whereas Arbor Day is now observed throughout the nation and the world. And whereas trees can reduce the erosion of our precious topsoil by wind and water, cut heating and cooling costs, moderate the temperature, clean the air, produce oxygen, and provide habitat for wildlife. And whereas trees are a renewable resource giving us paper, wood for our homes, fuel for our fires, and countless other wood products. And whereas trees in our city increase property values, enhance the economic vitality of business areas, and beautify our community. And whereas trees, wherever they are planted, are a source of joy and spiritual renewal. Now, therefore, I, Jean Whitfield, by the virtue of the authority vested in me as mayor of the city of Zephyr Hills, do hereby proclaim Friday, January 21st, 20, January 21st, 2022, Arbor Day in the city of Zephyr Hills, and urge all citizens to celebrate Arbor Day, uh, support and to support efforts to protect uh, our trees and woodlands, plant trees, uh, to be gladden the hearts uh, and promote the well-being of this future, this and future generations. Mr. Shane, thank you very thank much. You, I'll, just, I'll just say that, that Shane does a lot of work with his uh, tree planting and things around the city. Does a great job, him and his team. So we appreciate what you do to help um, this effort of treeing our community, keeping us, thank you. keeping us in the shade, so just a quick note on the proclamation. It's a prerequisite of our annual submittal for our Tree City USA designation that we've had for many years that this, along with the Arbor Day observance that we have later this month, is a prerequisite of the um, designation, Tree City USA, just so you know. Thank you, Shane. Very good. Thanks, Thank you, Shane. Shane. This time, uh, Council will move to the consent items. There are nine consent items. Uh, your pleasure, would you like one of them pulled or vote on them as a whole? I just would like uh, to pull the minutes on. Let me just get to. Item number three. Wait a minute. December. Yeah, that was number one. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. I just want to have a revision put in there if I could. Okay, we're going to pull number one and three. How about two, four through nine? Mr. President, I move that we approve consent agenda items 3.2, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, and 9. I second. Motion made and second that we approve two, four through nine in the consent items. All in favor, raise your hand. Motion passed. Do you want to go through those minutes now? Um, yeah, yes, sir. On uh, 3.1, I just, I just wanted to add because it said uh, on item, let me see. We just address a clerical issue. Could we get a motion and a vote to oh, pull I'm those items? Yep, I'm sorry. It's okay. We already did. We, you did vote on the pulling the items? I'm, I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm sorting them. Well, on approving oh, he didn't get a second. Motion. Oh, right. No. Okay. Okay. Can I pass one and, and delete two in the same, sure. same motion? Okay. So I vote to uh, remove from the consent agenda item, items number one and three, 
and pass items two, four, five through nine. All right, we're going to remove one and three and pass two, four through nine. All in favor, raise your right hand. Thank you very much. Now, do we want to remove And who these seconded it, that? Address Mr. Proctor. Okay. President, if I could, on 3.1, on both of them, I just it noted that I recused myself from voting, but I just want to have added that I left the council chambers while the item was being considered on both item 3.1 and 3.3. I just wanted to be known on the record that I was out. I didn't have anything to do with the discussion. Having said that, uh, can we have an approval of one in three consent items at this time? Move for. That's right. I'll say move for approval with the uh, revisions noted. Second. We have approval of one in three with the amendment that uh, Mr. Smith asked for. All in favor, raise your right hand. Motion passed. At this time, we will go into new business, public hearing, and I'll turn it over to Mr. Pope. Um, item 5.1 is being pulled. Excuse me, not 5.1. Excuse me. 4. Item 4.1 is being pulled from the agenda. There was um, a couple issues that have come up, and uh, this item is no longer ready to go before council. If since we're pulling it up. Move for uh, to re pull item 4.1 from the agenda. Second. We have a motion to pull items 4.1 at this time. All in favor, please raise your right hand. Motion passed. Uh, approved 100%. Please excuse me. All right. At this time, then, we're going to go into uh, city manager's report. Uh, yes, sir. So item 5.1 is the approval of task order 21-62 with Fur Wegman and Banks uh, for sidewalks and trails, uh, the construction documents. Excuse me. Fur Wegman and Banks will administer the task work of consultant BGE uh, Incorporated to provide professional <coughs> services for the proposed construction of sidewalks and trails located within the city's upper hills. Total fixed fee of $205,443. Um, BG&E did absorb some pass-through administration costs from Furwegman. BG&E will provide professional consulting services associated with the proposed construction of sidewalks within a quarter mile of, of uh, Stewart Middle School, West Elementary, Woodland Elementary, and Zephyr Hills High School uh, within the city's uh, maintained right-of-ways. Uh, BG&E will also uh, provide professional consulting services associated with the proposed construction of trails along one side of 20th Street from 5th Ave to 12th Ave and along one side of 16th Street from C Ave to 5th Ave. Uh, the project scope is based on the CRA sidewalk master plan, the city's trail plan, and guidance from, um, from myself and staff. Focus of the project is to provide sidewalks and trails within the residential neighborhoods within specific areas. Um, the scope and the locations are attached to the um, to the agenda, and it's approximately 52,500 linear feet of sidewalk and trails. Uh, if you remember, during the budget uh, cycle, council approved $1 million for sidewalks. Uh, this is for the construction uh, documents all the way through construction. Uh, once we get these documents in, we will go out to bid and then get a construction price. So staff's recommendation tonight is approval and author approval of task order 21-62 and authorization for the city manager to execute because that's how the agreement came in. Any also questions? You've heard, oh, questions, answers, comments? I, I do have a question. Um, talked about this. We're talking about close to 10 miles worth of sidewalks that we're looking at in trails. Um, it, are they, they're going to give us documents so we can go out to bid on these, and I'm assuming that what, what I'm wondering is is it going to be bus it's going to be broken up into segments in other words if if we do all of it and we bid it out and it's two million dollars then my question is is there a way we can bust this thing up to a manageable yes so i segment. think we'll have each and i'm kind of looking at shane and alex um gail shaking her head yes before i even asked the question or made the <laughs> statement so i she thinks it's going to work um but i think we have each each segment of sidewalk listed out, and we would have the cost, um, you know, cost associated with each segment, so that we could go through and, and say, okay, you know, the first 20 we can do, and that's where it is, and then we can break the rest out. 
the hope is is that we can do the entire project um, for the, the remaining dollars, you know. Um, but if not, we have the construction plans that are ready and we'll have a, an idea of what the remaining cost is when we go into next year's budget cycle. And, and that's what I thought. And, and you look at it and it's a large number for the construction plans, but it'll be a lot larger if we construct something on somebody else's property or if, you know. But in the right and, way. And the other thing is, if the contractor's bidding and it has a specified set of plans and it's pretty tight, then they're not going to put the fudge factor or shouldn't put them in as much as sometimes they do. So, um, but and what this does help too with the surveying, it's, and this is, I mean, survey and construction plans is there, there's, there will be conflicts. You know, are there, are there large trees that need to be removed? Do we need to go around them? Are there telephone poles, water meters, um, you know, the, the uh, ramps, ADA ramps uh, you know, for the crosswalks, all of those things will be addressed uh, with these plans. Also, I did have an opportunity to talk about this with the city manager. I told him that I felt, I felt like that while the cost for these services were reasonable, that the percentage related to the overall cost of the project leads us to believe that potentially the cost of the project could come in under budget, um, over budget. So one of the things that I want to be sure is that there won't be additional services for the construction contract because what happens is they do the survey first, then they prepare the construction documents. If we, if we roll over into the next fiscal year, is there going to be an extension of services and is that covered as part of this agreement? I ask Mr. Holbert to come up and answer that question. Uh, Alex Holbert, uh, BG&E. Um, the, uh, the, the scope of services that we provided were just for the construction plans, and we did write the agreement in such a way that um, each school had a separate set of construction documents that could be bid separately as, as separate. Does that answer your question? Well, if, in fact, they produce the drawings and there are changes to the code, for example, mm -hmm. that's a legitimate additional service. Is there any construction administration in included? I really haven't had a chance to review these in great detail, so. No, there is no construction. This was just to produce the construction documents. Okay. To go out to bid. And Shane, uh, do you have any, any, and is this something that's self-managed internally? Hi, good evening, Shane LeBlanc, Public <coughs> Works Director. The bid package that goes out, um, we'll administer that in-house as far as project management. And when we bid it, we'll have unit prices and a schedule of values. And if the amount of work exceeds the schedule of values, we might have to phase it maybe, phase two, next fiscal year. But it's our intent to manage it in-house and work with BGE for the design documents. And a lot of this work is going to be surveying. And like City Manager Post said, there's a lot of conflicts, big trees, pedestals, you know, underground utilities. So we'll work closely with that, but we'll administer it in-house as far as project management. And then one other question, sorry to belabor this, but one of the biggest, one of the most frequent questions I get as a council person is, when is my street going to be paved? <laughs> or when is my sidewalk going to be built in front of my house? So is there a way that we can put that information on the website Is once you develop a tentative schedule or is that impossible okay great so people can that's look a short up. answer i'm okay, sorry thank you yes our no goal is questions, our goal sir. is to get some of these as, as we as we're working through these things is get these get the projects and get the information basically create an information sheet get that out um, on different platforms our website um, to try to push that like you said push that information to the residents but look man i'm sorry that's no but that, and I think it's a great idea, but that's a two-edged sword also because people are saying, you told me May 10th I'd have a sidewalk and I don't have it, and then chains doubled up and so forth. So we got to be careful about, quote, timelines. Yes, I, I think, and again, just kind of talking here, um, is we probably wouldn't be that specific to say May 10th. We would say probably sp spring, summer, probably give ourselves a little bit of wiggle room. Um, so we'd say summer of, of 23, 
and then if it comes in in the spring, everybody's happy. And if it comes in at the end of summer, it's within the time frame. Well, so I, I agree. But my personal opinion is, if information would be good, but maybe you could just say, just for example, uh, sidewalks will be from Fifth Avenue to something like that instead of a time, and they're coming soon or something. Because I have people call me, you know, even before we <clears throat> had to try. I didn't get a crash can. When am I going to get my, you understand? That? Yes, so sir. you got to be careful about that. Well, use the key words proposed. Yeah. I, okay. I just have one question, too. Um, one of the sections is a, a Geiger Road and Island Boulevard trail. And so the only portion of we're doing is a city. Well, then a lot of Geiger Road's on the county, so it'll be kind of like a sidewalk to connecting a couple of subdivisions, really. Is there going to be any conversation with the county about, you know, seeing if they might want to help continue that on into town, the sidewalk yes. or something? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so w the thought was is since we had the whole project, uh, you know, looking at sidewalks in general, yes, Geiger Road is in the county. It would would be proposed as, as it, the sidewalk or trail comes out of Silver Oaks Village to Geiger Road, and then it, it ends at Silver Oaks right there at the entrance on island. And what Council uh, Member Burgess is talking about is connecting those two points. It is all in county right of way. Our thought was, let's go ahead and get it designed, and then let's talk to the county and see what kind of funding, uh, joint funding, they may be willing to do to help us uh, to get that project done. I believe there's a sidewalk proposed to down Geiger County project that takes it basically the length of Geiger back up to 301. Um, that's not ours, um, but we might. Our plan is to go to the county and ask for assistance or some joint joint collaboration. Thank you. Council, to you. President, I move a item. Second. Uh, we have a motion and a second that we approve uh, item 5.1. All in favor, please raise your right hand. Motion approved. Okay. One more, Mr. Pope. Uh, yes, sir. 5.2 is, is a contract with D.C. Johnson & Associates to provide the surveying services uh, for the same sidewalk and trail project that we just discussed. Um, I won't go into great detail here because this was kind of went into all the details with the last agreement with BGE or for Wegman. Uh, this is for the surveying with DC Johnson in the amount of 113,400. Um, staff recommends approval of the agreement with DC Johnson for surveying of the for the trails inside. Move for approval of business item 5.2. Second. Motion and second for approval of 5.2, uh, manager's report. All in favor, raise your right hand. Motion passes unanimously. Uh, Dr. Maggard, I believe you're next. Thank you, Mr. President. I have one item tonight. It is resolution 788-22, vacation of public right-of-ways, the first reading. So this is resolution number 788-22, a resolution of the City Council of the City of Zephyrils, Florida, Vacating, vacation of right away for Gateway Downtown Prop LLC and Palmetto Capital Group LLC. Everybody understand? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Good evening, Audrey McGuire, Historic Preservation Specialist and Community Planner. Um, this is just a vacation of right away um, along this corridor, um, as Mr. Maggard. Stated it was um, applied for by the Palmetto Group LLC as well as Gateway Downtown Prop. Um, they are the property owners of this lot. It's a 16-foot platted und um, unimproved alleyway that runs straight through the subject parcel. Um, they are asking to vacate it. Um, Palmetto Capital Group will be providing um, cross-access easement agreement to the city um, for access for sanitation and emergency service vehicles. Um, through that alleyway. Um, they'll still be improving where the alleyway was um, going north-south um, from C Avenue to B Avenue, and B Avenue will be improved as part of the overall development plans for this. Um, again, they're just asking that we vacate that public right-of-way. If I can just reiterate, because I know Councilwoman Wilkes and I had a conversation today. Um, what Audrey just said is that the alleyway will be paved between C and B, B Avenue will be, pay, be paved from the alleyway to 301, so the commercial traffic from this uh, development should not impact the residents back on 8th Street and A Avenue. I know there's some questions about Frontier 
staff driving through and all that, the traffic that's going to be generated from this development should not impact that because they'll have an entrance off of C Avenue and B Avenue and it'll be paved access back to 301 where everything to the east will be uh, still unimproved uh, right of way. And this portion of 7th Street East is unpaved? Correct. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Um, and it is um, consistent with the land development code requirements for a vacation of right of way. Um, President, if I may, move to approve uh, consent ag uh, agenda item. Oops, I lost my place here. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, 6.1. Second. We have a motion and second that we approve city man city attorney's re report of 6.1. Uh, all in favor, please raise your right hand. Motion passed. Audrey, thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much. Moving right along. At this time, will be citizens' comments. Uh, do we have any citizens signed up to speak, Ms. Hillman? Yes, sir, we do. We have two. The first gentleman is Jerry Kuhn. Good evening, Council. My name is Jerry Kuhn. I reside at uh, 39215 6th Avenue here in Zephyr Hills. Kind of nervous about doing this because you guys get the luxury of having peace and quiet conducting your business. I, on the other hand, don't. Due to a new business that went in on 301, the uh, real good guys, I get, have a good report for them, but the music is too excessive loud. I've called several council members. Thank God I have some friends in places. I've called uh, ZPD. Um, they've been looking into it, but it's like a cat and mouse. PD shows up, they shut it down for 20 minutes, and then it's right back up. Now, I can tolerate the music, but what I can't tolerate is losing my business. I have customers that come in and now are stating that they don't want to come back to my business because the ruckus and noise is going across the street. It's too loud when you're 50 yards away and you can't hear your phone ring in your office. Some of you council members have been there and you've heard it for your own self. You, I mean, what else do you do? I'm just trying to bring to somebody's attention to get something done. I've even went to, I've had three phone calls to PD or more. Uh, my father's called. He's 82 years old. He doesn't need to be going on with this stuff. It'll one day be my business. So why should I have to shut my business off and lose my customers for a new business that just come into town, but they just have free reign and will as they want? And yes, Chief Brewer, I've spoke to him. He was very helpful. He said, give us some time. We want to do this diplomatically. Okay, you want to do it diplomatically. How long is that going to take? This has been going on for six months, y'all. Something's got to give somewhere. I'm not going to break. It's going to get to the point to where I will call everybody's phone. You think I burnt your phones up before, I'll do it again. And I'll just, I'll inundate PD with phone calls left and right. I'll put you on speed dial. I'm sorry, I don't want to be that, that way, sir, but something's got to be done here. When you have customers coming to your business, and you're explaining to them what you've done to their vehicle to, to repair it for them. And they say, what did you say? I didn't hear you. And i got to repeat myself three times. I can't hear my phone ring in my shop. Their music is so loud, we got a quarter-inch glass in our office that the glass will sit there and vibrate from that distance, and that's totally uncalled for. I'm not saying shut your music off. Turn it down to a reputable level. I've been in town in business, well, my father has, and I've worked with my dad since 1984. Not once have I ever been asked to turn my music down. That's sad. If, if I can address Mr. Kuhn. And, Please, and, sir. And we, we've, we have received calls. I know I've received calls from uh, several of the council members as well. Um, as, as Mr. Kuhn stated, we've been out there several times, both PD and code enforcement. We have a noise meter that's out being calibrated as you know as we speak. It's been already been sent out. It's already been paid for. So we're working on a, on a calibration because it's hard for us to go out and say, excuse me, let me step back. It's not hard for us to tell them to turn the music down, but we need the noise meter to be able to say, hey, it's it's too high here, and 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 I will tell you our plan that I've kind of discussed is we walk out and we say. 
here's what our ordinance says the noise can be. Correct. Go to the property line, hit the meter. Is it too loud? Yes or no. If it is, go turn it down. All right, do it again. Make a mark on your thing. This is where you're allowed to play it at. Um, so we're working on it. I know it's not, I know it's probably not as fast as, as you want it to, but we, because the calibration, or excuse me, because the noise meter was not calibrated or was out of calibration, we have to send it off so that it's legal. Um, so we're waiting for that to come back in and then we can do that. So we have gone out um, and asked them to turn it down. And I don't, I, I'm not going to disagree with you because I've not been out there to say that as soon they as have. we leave, they turn it Every back time. up. They'll turn it down within yeah. two minutes after uh, PD leaves, it's right back yeah. up. So, you know, so during the day, it's, it's, uh, it really is a code enforcement issue, uh, not a, a PD issue. Um, but the, the short answer is, is we're waiting on that noise meter to be calibrated and get it back so that we can go out and, and do lay out all the rules. What is, what is the outcome if, for example, code enforcement or ZPD comes out and, you know, 10 times they come out and they're getting the readings that it's over the permitted decibels. Is there fines or is there, oh, Mr. Yeah, I'll let Mr. Burgess answer Mr. that. Mr. Burgess can fill Bill in. Burgess, Hi. building official, also code enforcement. Um, yes, ma'am, what we would do is once we get it calibrated and we can comply with our own ordinance at that point, uh, we will be able to write citations if they're in violation. President? Yeah, um, that'll probably get their attention more than anything, so. When do we expect to get the machine back and calibrated? Any day. I mean, oh. it's been out, it's been paid for, so it should be coming back any day, I would say within by the end of the week. My, my, my comment is, uh, and I very seldom, I really very seldom support anything like this, but uh, I walked into Mr. Coons' shop and I said, and I know him, I said, Jerry, your music's a little loud. And he just shook his head and he said, Try, you know, 50 yards over there. It's ridiculous. It totally is. And Chief Brewer has been wonderful to go it down sure there. Is. And the bottom line is these guys don't listen. That's the bottom line. And that's what he's trying to emphasize is, you know, I have, you know, I work a part-time job and I take things to Mr. Coons and I go and they turn it down. Well, I go by 30 minutes later and it's back up. There's got to be you know, an enforcement. It's called code enforcement. That's yeah, what I, I really feel. Yes, and I just mean I, I have been down as far with my window down on South Avenue and here at down and not only him, but I'm sure all the rest of those people around there are just tired of it. And and like I say, my bottom line is if they we need to get code enforcement on the idea that if they don't want to cooperate, they're gonna be fine. Uh, we don't let anybody else get away with things on code enforcement. Yes, sir. That's the issue, Bill, if I can. That's, that's the issue is, is we have to, we can issue the citation, but we have to get that noise meter calibrated. I, I understand that. So once I we get that, that, once we get that, yeah. we can go out there and that's when we can start issuing citations yeah, we, because right now it's, totally you know, we're saying that. Hey, it's that, too loud. Well, we have to prove it. So okay. we have no problem. But what I'm trying to say is, is, I don't miss my point. What I'm trying to say is absolutely that I'm, that's where our hands are tied. But if we go out there with that noise meter, boom, and they're too high, and then Mr. Coons calls me, and he has, and I've called the chief and so forth, we go back with the noise meter, somebody's got to, we got to get in somebody's pocket. Yes, it's that's, just ridiculous. And that's exactly what we'll do. Because the problem is, and Mac, I think, can, will agree with this, is we can't issue the citation because we can't prove what that decibel reading was. So as soon as we get it, we will be out there to do that, and hopefully we'll be able to correct it and, Keep it corrected. Um, you know, as soon as we get that in, hopefully. I understand what you're soon. saying, sir. But if you if you would, I know you can't be in two places at once. But if any of you all could be down there between hours of like 9:30 to 1 o'clock, like the other day before I went to the PD and talked to Mr. Brewer, it was six hours nonstop until I had I had enough. And I've went over personally and said, "Look, guys, would you please turn it down." And they look at me like I got a third eye. Right. You know they're entitled to their music, but so I'm entitled to my peace and quiet too. Yeah, yeah, I don't I'm not disagree with you. Have a desk quiet like this. I mean, what if I brought out my phone in front of you all in council here right now and just hit play on Hell's Bells and just let it ring? You all wouldn't appreciate that one bit. Right. Well, some of us would. But, <laughs> you know, but it's it's not it's not just their music. You know, and I don't mean to say they or single them out. I like these guys. We laugh. We joke. You know, I said, man, you guys got some killer sound systems, but I don't understand a part of my language here, a damn thing they're saying. Maybe I'll have to go learn Spanish 
And they go, oh, no, 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 Poppy, you don't want to know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. We, get, we have a good report other than, man, keep it down. Well, you know, so we will address that. We understand your yeah. point, but my, my thing is that, and I'm sure you will, uh, Bill, I'm sure y'all will, and Mr. Poe, we need to get that noise meter because I've been there more than once, and like I say, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it, 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 was, it wasn't just sent out yesterday. I know that okay. um, it's, we, we had, it's been, it's been for about a month. Weeks. Yeah. If I may add just one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's like, okay, it's not just an auto detail place. Obviously, they're going to have multiple businesses with the same address coming out of one place. They haven't even begun with their stereos yet because they're going to start installing car stereos. That's going to take this to a higher level. Oh, we're just tuning it in for two hours. Still, again, not acceptable. I'm not trying to push anybody out. I'm not trying to create a problem. I'm trying to cut it off before it happens. Right. And it's been, already been going on for five or six months. That's too long. Thank you, Jerry. Will? Thank you. Okay, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Uh, can, can I assume sure. that uh, once the meter comes back, they've been more or less been, I don't know what, how our ordinance reads, but they seem like they've been warned already, so we should implement fines like pretty quickly, I would yeah. think. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Another citizen comment. Yes, sir. Mr. Frank Hunt. Good afternoon, sir. Would you please Hi, uh, state your name and address? Okay. My name is Frank Hunter Jr. I live on 49398th Street. I am um, trying not to cause any Frank, can you just speak right in there? We can't yeah, hear okay. you. My name is Frank Harry Hunt Jr. I live on 49398th Street. And I've been living in Seven Hills since 1990, 91 to 90. Frank, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Please okay. forgive me. Can you all okay. hear him? No. Okay. Frank Harry Hunt I can't, Jr. Yeah, I, you don't I have to give that. your name. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been living in Stepford Hills since 1990 on 16th Street, and I was here 2005-2009. I mostly cooperate with everybody. I have people stay in my house. I've been dealing with call enforcement, the police, fire department. Okay. And so now the thing, sorry, and I, I, I get along with everyone, and I tell the people in the house, I say, look, I'm dealing with a lot going on, you know. Sorry. Okay, so I tell them I cooperate with Put your the, face closer to the mic. Okay, I cooperate with the police, you know, and I say to these people, you got to understand, this is my house, my rules, you got to get along. But they seem to cause a lot of problems, and I've been trying to do everything I can to get them going and stuff. But the problem is, they, let's say, there's like no place to go, like if I walk, you know, and I told them we have no water. I had to go get it because my bill is 600 bucks. I've been trying to get it taken care of, but the problem is they don't seem to understand or care, you know? And I live upstairs because all my rooms are rented. I have no money at all. They just stay there. So I've been working with Mike, the co-enforcement, the chief of police and stuff and everybody to get, you know, the drugs out of the house and, you know, they got me. I OD twice. I almost lost my home. I had to get it back. So it's just, you know, I tend to do what I'm trying to do. So I came to the meeting to be honest and upfront, you know, to try to see what I could do, you know. So, you know, I appreciate you guys, you know, so, you know, you know, so. Also, anybody have a comment? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't understand the, um, the issue. I mean, well, let, let me speak up if I could here. Sure. So, Mr. Hunt, I've actually, I'm actually a customer of Jay's Hair Salon. And I have been there on many occasions, and there have been uh, altercations outside of the home. Um, but I think what Mr. Hunt is saying is that he has no water service. His water service has been turned off because of non-payment of bill. His water service got up over $600. Um, he also indicated that he's renting rooms and his house is, his, is zoned as a single family home. To my knowledge, there's some requirement uh, to, you know, to get approval for, and, and then there's a limit as to how many people can live there. So, you know, Mr. Hunt, is there, is there, do you have someone helping you? Is there a, 
Is there a, a United Way agency? Are you aware of United Way agency? Well, he's just saying no. Okay. So, so um, I don't know what the easy answer is. It's clearly, he's struggling with the, with the responsibility of the home and the people there. Is, um, and I'm not sure what we can do for him. I don't, I don't have an answer. Um, I think that's, that's um, something I think probably tomorrow, uh, myself, building official, and um, the chief and I can discuss and see what options there are. Um, I can talk with the finance director about you know, the utility bill and, and kind of where we are on that and, um, and have a conversation outside of the public um, to see what, if, if there is a solution or, or if there is a, a, a help that we can give. Would you like to? Me, sir. Derek Brewer, Police Chief. Um, there's some things we can do to help Mr. Hunt, uh, but obviously you understand that I've received um, a ridiculous amount of calls at that residence. And in fact, calls from some of the members here tonight. So, um, there are some things we can do for Mr. Hunt. Um, I get, I've told, I've had conversations with him. Told him we're not here to to force him out of his residence. We're here to make sure that he's living in a um, safe environment, um, and, and that's what we'll do. Um, I'll make sure that there's resources available to him. Um, but I think we all understand that um, we're involved because there's more to it than that. So we have a responsibility also to Mr. Hunt's neighbors and the business Correct. owners that surround his, him, his home and, um, ensuring that there isn't, the law isn't being broken, Correct. uh, in and around the home. Correct. Thank you, chief. We appreciate it. And as usual, thank you for all you do. Okay, at this time, we'll go to the mayor's announcement. I have nothing tonight. Hey, I'm removed to city manager. Uh, I have nothing this evening. Ooh, nothing more. Thank you. Okay, we'll go to city attorney. Nothing from me. You look good in your beard. Thanks, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> We're proud of you. <laughs> How are those babies? Doing well. Good. They're excited. I'm taking them to Disney tomorrow for the rest of the week. So. All right. Uh, city Council comments. Let's start with you, Mr. Burgess. I just have one quick thing. Uh, today is January 10th, 2022. On December 31st, 2022, Todd and I are going to ride on Cossack Road across that intersection there and out onto Wire Road. I don't care how we get there, but I just want to remind everyone that it's January 10th, 2022. It's going to get here quick. So I'm hoping that we are still moving forward on that. That's all. Uh, yes, we are. Um, yes, very slowly. But yes. You're going to need a four-wheel drive vehicle, I'm just telling you. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, no, not according, to, uh, not according to all our stuff we're not supposed to. So I will tell you, if I can interject real quick, um, we are not issuing oh, any more plats. Oh, I'm sorry, my time's up. <laughs> Go ahead. We are not issuing any, any more plats. Um, we're waiting on some information from Lenar and uh, regarding the road and the pole and coordination with, I don't know, the county, with Duke. Um, so I, they have a little bit of an incentive to, they want to finish out the development. I know, I just so, want to remind you, don't take yeah. your foot off the gas pedals. Okay. It's coming up quick. <laughs> Mr. Smith. Yeah. What, what date was that? What date? Well, today's January 10th, 2022, and that'll be December 31st, 2022. December 31st, 2022. We, somebody buy him some hiking boots for Christmas this coming year because he's going to need them. Um, I, I just, you know, I think that was wonderful for us to acknowledge Miss Williams because she has been pretty much a fixture at that school, and anything those kids need, like Coach said, 
And Kenny said, I, I didn't realize she had never missed a day. And she's always there. And she's like there at the crack of dawn and stays later than her, what she was supposed to all the time, too. <laughs> and I just, whoever its idea it was to acknowledge her, thank you for that, okay? I, I really do thank you, uh, Mayor. And uh, really, that's all I had. So. Proctor? I would just like to say I hope everybody had a great Christmas and a happy new year. I was as well going to congratulate Ms. Williams for all the hard work that she does for the students, caring for the needy. And I appreciate Mr. Coons coming out. Um, him and I have had many conversations about this situation, and it does go back about six months. And I would like to see us be able to get him some help in getting this resolved. Because as a business owner, no one, no one would want to go through that every day. And I can understand... They shut it down when he shows when the police show up, and in a minute they're gone. They crank it back up. So I'm, I'm really would like to see some, something get done on that quite quickly, and that's really all I have. Thank you. Thank you. I have nothing, sir. Thank you. Oh, happy New Year to everyone. Uh, whoever was responsible, and I forget what a wonderful Christmas party we had. Thank you very much. It was delightful. Food was good. Everybody shared. And if maybe you couldn't be there, you, you missed a real good time. Uh, I'm excited about uh, the new restaurant downtown just as a, well as we are excited about Chick-fil-A and everything comes in. It seems that they're doing real good. If you haven't had an opportunity to eat there, I would recommend it. And uh, let me see. There was one other thing I was going to mention. Mm, can't. Can't really remember. So with that, roll tide. Good job. Under an hour. <laughs> I don't get to watch it. Huh? I don't get to watch it. What do you got? Soccer? I got to go. Pack.